Hi, I'm Carmen LeBurge. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Mornings with Carmen LeBurge. Encouraging you to live as an ambassador of God's kingdom in the world. This is Mornings with Carmen LeBurge on Faith Radio. If we're gonna fly, we fly like eagles, arms now wide. If we're gonna fear, we fear no evil. We will rise by your power. We will go by your spirit. We are bold. If we're gonna stand, we stand as giants. If we're gonna walk, we walk as lions. Well, good morning. It's hour two of Mornings with Carmen here on the Faith Radio Network on the tenth of November. 2022. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So the joy of the Lord is my strength. I was reminded of this this past weekend. Um, The joy of the Lord is my strength. I might be feeling um, weak in many, many ways, but the joy of the Lord is my strength. What does it mean for you to be renewed in the joy of the Lord today? So the joy of the Lord is my strength is one of the statements made by Ezra. You could find it in Nehemiah Chapter 8, verse 10, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Um, David writes in First, um, in first Chronicles 16, 27, strength and joy are in his place. Strength and joy are in his place. So this, this bringing together of joy and strength, I want you to think about that for a moment. And what it means um, for David when he is talking about not only the joy having been returned in the restoration of the Ark of the Covenant um, back to Jerusalem, which had been stolen, right? So now, now that's in its rightful place. So when David says strength and joy are in his place, you know, he's probably thinking there about the Ark of the Covenant, which had been stolen, and now he has brought it back to Jerusalem that, you know, right, it's in its place. It's where it's supposed to be. When you and I think about um, where the Lord is, we think about everywhere all the time, and we also think about the reality of heaven itself as this place. But God is the place. Like, he is the one to whom we're headed. Like, it's entering into the presence of God where there is this joy. So just think about place for a minute. Where is God in terms of location. He's everywhere, which means he's closer to us than our next breath, which means that it's possible for us to find ourselves right now immediately in proximity to his joy and his strength. You can access it right now. You can enter into the joy of of the Lord, which is our strength. Um, Jesus says in John 15 that these things I've spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. If you're a Christian, there's a where, a place, a location, a, a where. And it's, it's the Lord. He is, I mean, when we talk about Pilate asking, you know, like, what is truth? He's asking the wrong question. It's not a what, it's a who. The same, the same holds here. It's not a where, it's a who. It's the presence of the Lord. It's being in Christ that supplies this joyful strength in the midst of any and all circumstances. You can enter into the joy of God 
through Jesus Christ today. And guess what? When that happens, when that happens, there is joy in heaven. That's what Jesus says in Luke 15, 7. There is joy in heaven when one center repents. So if you were to turn to God today and, and say, I want to I, I experience the strength and the joy that is offered in Christ Jesus. I want to enter in. I want to be in Christ and Christ be in me. God will not only grant that grace, um, there will be joy in heaven. You will literally cause God joy. You will increase the joy of God by your repentance. Paul says in Philippians 2.12, God is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure, his joy. Don't you want to bring God joy today? Bring God good pleasure today? The joy of the Lord is your strength. Let's enter into him and then let's reflect the joy and the strength that we live in in Christ to the world around us. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LeBurge. This is Faith Radio. Joining us now, Dr. Matthew Sleeth. We are uh, engaged with Matthew in a series of conversations over time, and we're talking about the 10 pillars of our faith, and today we are going to talk about listening to God. Matthew, welcome back. It's great to be back with you, and I was listening to you talking about joy, and it's a joy to be with you. (laughs) Well, thank you. And And your listeners this morning. And you and I will seek to cause God joy in, in our conversation as we um, as we lift up and seek to then help people establish themselves in the faith. So remind us um, about these 10 pillars of our faith um, and, you know, sort of like substantiate the conversation, lay the foundation for the conversation about the 10 pillars, and then we're going to talk about the second pillar, listen to God. Well, they, uh, they are my uh, experience and observation for 20 years of being a Christian, being in full-time ministry, of those things that build faith, build joy, build um, competence, if you will, as and and confidence as a Christian, and um, uh, the first one that we talked about was seeking the Lord first, and and uh, and and figuring out what things it is in our lives that are keeping us from God. Um, this this next thing that we're going to talk about is listening to God. So seeking God first. And the next is listening. And the way um, that uh, we listen to God is through his word. Um, that we, we are so blessed as, as, a, as a people to have the literal words of God um, in, in Bibles. Uh, I, don't, I don't think there's anybody in the United States that doesn't have a Bible that wants one. And if they don't have one, they can write to me and I'll send them one. <laughs> but uh, uh, that we can open Scripture and we can hear our Creator um, talking to us and advising us. And frankly, I haven't found any dilemma um, so far that uh, Scripture doesn't address uh, something like it and give us wisdom. So that's that's what our conversation this morning is is Bible reading. And I, and I will tell you that I met the Lord for 
through picking up a Bible and reading it. And um, the, the Bible is a big book. Where do you start in it? And I remember this, holding this book in my hand and saying, where do I start? And this is where Provenient Grace came into my life because my parents named me Matthew. And that's where I opened the Bible and started reading. Carmen, if my parents had named me Numbers, we wouldn't be talking today. So. <laughs> or Lamentation. Mm-hmm. Or Jeremiah. Mm. Well, there you was... go. I don't know. The Weeping Prophet. He is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, Matthew, let's um, let's dive in. Listening to God. I think that um, there are, I mean, faith comes by hearing um, and hearing by the Word of God. And so when we think about listening to God, we are talking about listening to uh, to God in the way that he has chosen to reveal himself. Um, and so when we talk about the Bible, we are talking about the special revelation of the revealed God, the God who is. Why does it matter that, you know, like, this is the way that God has chosen to reveal himself. Um, he generally reveals himself in creation, but he specifically reveals himself in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments. Can you talk about the the uniqueness of the Bible? Well, Christianity is a historical faith. And um, so one of the, the, the pieces of the Bible that's so important is just the history. And uh, the history of the Bible is written much different than other people's history. I'll give you an example. The, uh, the Egyptian civilization uh, lasted 3,000 years, which is a pretty phenomenal amount of time. And they recorded everything. They were record keepers, and they carved these recordings on the walls and and everywhere they could get a hold of. And it's interesting that in 3,000 years, their history never records them losing a battle. It only records them winning battles closer and closer to home. That's not the kind of history we have. What we have is the unvarnished uh, history of humanity. We have the good, the bad, and the ugly, as it were, in Scripture. Um, This is, um, it's truth, and truth can be hard to read sometimes. It can be, it can be hard to hear, but we, we, in Scripture, get the truth of where we began, uh, who made us, what went wrong, and what God has done over the course of uh, human history to get us back into a right relationship with him. Um, and, uh, and, and so this, this is to be read as history, it's to be read as wisdom, and it's to be read as encouragement and instruction for us. When you think about um, reading the Bible and listening to God, um, I want to talk about like methodologies, but then we also just want to invite people into doing it um, deeply with some regularity and a plan. So when we come back, we're going to talk with Dr. Matthew Sleeth about uh, his experience of engaging with the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments and listening to God. It's the second pillar of the faith in our 10 pillars of the faith conversation about these habits or disciplines or qualities that, um, you know, help us to not only be established in the faith, but know that our faith is um, is is like righteous and secure. Maybe I'll use those as um, as words to demonstrate how a person of substantial faith grows in all ways up into Christ, who is the head. That's what we're we're talking about when we're talking about being rooted and grounded and established in the faith and then growing up 
um, in it into maturity as disciples. So we're going to continue our conversation with Dr. Matthew Sleeth here in just a moment. Maybe give a little thought here to your own Bible reading experience. How are you engaging with the scriptures today? Um, We'll talk more about that next here on Mornings with Carmen. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Mornings with Carmen. As you know, this is a rebroadcast of the live radio show carried on the Faith Radio Network. There's a lot going on at Faith Radio. Tons of free resources just waiting for you and for you to share with others at MyFaithRadio.com. How does that all happen? Well, it happens through listener support. So Faith Radio, Mornings with Carmen, all available because of listener support from listeners, well, just like you. If you're a supporter, thank you so very much. If you'd like to become a supporter today, just visit MyFaithRadio.com. And again, thanks for being a part of what we do every day at Mornings with Carmen. I pretty much ask every single day, where in the word are you today? It is a question um, provoked by my own experience and knowledge that unless we are in the word of God, then the word of God has no way to get into us. And um, we're going to be full of something else when the when the world squeezes us. And you know that it will. So where in the word are you today? How is the word of God getting into you? We're talking with Dr. Matthew Sleeth in our 10 Pillars of the Faith series. Matthew, talk with us about your own um, experience of Bible study, maybe Bible reading plans, Um, maybe you have a methodology you'd like to share with us today. Sure. uh, As as I told you earlier, I met the Lord by picking up a Bible and reading it for the first time, and I started in the New Testament. And if somebody has never read the Bible before, I think that's a great place to start is in the New Testament. It can be a little daunting to start in Genesis and come through for the first time. And so... um, in, in the New Testament, of course, we meet Christ, and, and we see how the early church um, responded to him, and then we, we get the problems of the early church worked out in the letters. We have the book of theology, really, of Christianity, which is the book of Romans. So I would recommend for a new believer to start um, in, in the New Testament. Um, but but remember that the New Testament rests on the Old. There's people who want to throw the Old Testament out these days because it isn't maybe sometimes as polished or, or varnished or, or, uh, to them. But um, it's, it's all one uh, word, actually, and, and it's all equally important for instructing us. So I began in the New Testament— and um, I remember being confused by a number of things. And one of the first things I got was uh, uh, a commentary Bible to help me. And I think they're very, very helpful to people. And I have a stack of life application study Bibles that I give to new believers. And uh, I think that's one of the excellent ones. Maybe you have a, a, a study Bible that you recommend. Um, But uh, as far as a a method to read uh, through Scripture uh, for beginners, I think uh, the old-fashioned three-by-five method, which is three chapters a day and five chapters on Sunday, will take you exactly through the Bible in one year. By the way, for those people who say, I don't have enough time to read the Bible— uh, I would uh, say that the Bible takes 12 minutes a day to read through in one year, 
and that the average uh, uh, American spends three to four hours a day on television and two and a half hours a day on social media. So I think we certainly have time uh, to make room for God. And I think the the thing to do uh, also is to recognize that when you're reading Scripture, you're not alone. The Holy Spirit is there with you. The Spirit of the Lord wants you to understand. Um, in the book of John, it says that the Word became f- uh, flesh. Um, and if we want to meet Jesus in the flesh, we've got to study Him in the Word. Um, and, and always, that, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to learn who is God, and what would he have me do, and what would he not have me do? Um, and and so uh, the three-by-five method is one way. My wife and I have taken years uh, where we've read the Bible out loud to each other, which is always a, a wonderful uh, exercise, not only to uh, meet the Lord, but to invite him into your family, in your home, in your, your sacred marriage, um, and have him be the, the centerpiece there. So those are some of the things I do. How about you, Carmen? Uh, well, one of my favorite um, places to go for like a Bible reading plan and then um, Bible study tools is scriptureawakening.com. Um, those are the uh, those are the friends not only historically behind um, Bible study fellowship, but historically behind the 90 day um, Bible, um, you know, the way the method of reading through the entire Bible every 90 days. And so I mm-hmm. like those guys. I trust them. Scriptureawakening.com. Um, my my husband Jim um, wrote a book helping people understand how to um, study the Bible by applying principles of interpretation that you know yields a methodology of study that you know you've arrived at a valid interpretation and application of the word. So you're not just sort of reading it um, without any tools. Um, and so if folks are interested in that, JimLaBerge.com um, maybe is something that they want to check out. Um, those are, I mean, that's the methodology I use. Um, it's the methodology that we use in our conversations um, in my home in terms of um, the interpretation of Scripture. And when, you know, when two people arrive at different interpretations, then we go back to the principles and the methods and we say, okay, um, if it's the Word of God, then He means something. And it doesn't just mean anything. And it can't mean something different to you than it means to me. Like that's not, it's God's Word. So let's figure out, let's do the hard work until we've arrived at what God has said, because I don't, it doesn't matter what I think, Matthew, and it doesn't really matter what you think. It matters what God has said, what God has revealed. And so um, reading it and then arriving at that together through some um, reliable tools um, is helpful as well. So there you go. That's, uh, that's what I use. And and I think that also where we can get in trouble in reading and interpreting the Bible is is taking one verse out of context, mm-hmm. and of course the Bible warns Ooh, us like against God is that. love. <laughs> uh, God is love, but the rest of the Bible tells us how to love. Amen. Um, uh, and and so. Um, uh, the Second Timothy uh, says that we uh, uh, we should study the Bible uh, to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, and rightly dividing the word of the truth. Uh, and to me, that means that you've got to really have a familiarity with the entire um, Bible if you get into a controversial a- area. 
And if something says it's wrong in the Old Testament and Jesus says it's wrong and Paul says it's wrong and Revelation says it's wrong, it's wrong or it's right. You know, um, if if there's a, a, a controversy at all or a, a, a hard to understand it as an example, uh, Old Testament says uh, perhaps if you have a a, a bad teenager, you take them outside and stone them. And by the way, if a bad teenager in uh, a civilization 2,000 years, 3,000 years ago left the gate open, you could lose everything. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the entire community would die. Um, it says take them out and stone them. Paul says, uh, Jesus says, um, you know, forgive him if he comes to his senses, put a robe and a ring on him. And Paul says, don't have him uh, in the first place, perhaps. Uh, we've got to be able to look across all of Scripture, and and to be able to um, uh, to balance things, and uh, and I think that we also should be uh, aware that others have struggled with Scripture for um, thousands of years, and to to use commentaries sometimes, and the wisdom of some of the sages and the saints that have gone us before us um, can be very very helpful as well. Some of my favorite books by uh, by Matthew Sleeth, if you haven't uh, checked it out already, Reforesting Faith, I just, just still one of my favorite books, What Trees Teach Us About the Nature of God uh, and His Love for Us, and then Hope Always, which we've talked with uh, Matthew about on a couple of prior occasions, um, deals with the topic of suicide, and um, we need to continue to be engaging with one another and being equipped on that topic as well. You can find Matthew and all of these resources at, oh, I better get it, MatthewSleethMD.com. MatthewSleethMD.com. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LeBurge. This is Faith Radio. Come now, long expected Jesus, born to set that people free. We are people of the word. What does that mean? And how do we get into the word of God in ways that gets the word of God into us? We're going to continue on this theme during this hour. Angie Smith is going to join us. She is uh, the producer for Susie Larson Live um, here on the Faith Radio Network. She's also the producer for Reading the Bible Together, which is kind um, of a seasonal opportunity that we take here at Faith Radio to invite you to read the Bible with us. And we're going to talk about some um, some of the read, reading the Bible together studies we've already done. We've got one coming up um, for Advent. You can register to join us at MyFaithRadio.com for our Reading the Bible Together Advent series. Um, we're going to look at ways to read the Bible, why we read the Bible together Um, What difference does that make? Are there particular um, ways that you study the Bible? Do you pray in advance before you open God's Word that the Holy Spirit will illuminate you in order that you would be prepared um, to read and receive and see and hear? Um, Do you meditate on single words and small passages as you're reading whole chapters? And do you read whole books? Do you, do you read the whole Bible through from cover to cover periodically? Maybe a chronological one. Maybe um, you've learned how to, um, or learned sort of the joy of reading scriptures in different translations. Are you reading scripture in conversation with other scriptures? Are you letting scripture interpret itself? Are you asking God to help you see what only a spiritual mind can see? Maybe you're using a Bible app. Maybe you're listening to the Bible. Reading the Bible in community, reading the Bible with one another, 
um, helps us sort of test and approve whether or not what we think we're hearing is really what God's saying. So we're going to talk about reading the Bible together. You can uh, join us in our Reading the Bible Together Advent series at MyFaithRadio.com. Angie Smith joins us next to talk about it. Angie Smith might be one of my favorite people in um, the whole world. So when um, when I have occasion to be in studio um, in the Twin Cities at the home office of Faith Radio uh, on the campus of the University of Northwestern St. Paul, I um, I stay with the Smith family. Um, and they haul me around and take me to all kinds of wonderful places and share wonderful experiences. And so, Angie, what a delight to uh, get to talk with you here on air today. I am so excited to be here, Carmen. And we love when Carmen comes and stays with us. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun. So Angie is um, the producer for Susie Larson Live here on the Faith Radio Network. She's also the producer for our Reading the Bible Together program, series, The Cool Thing That We Do. So you can find it at MyFaithRadio.com. We want you to sign up today to join us starting November the 27th um, in our Advent Reading the Bible Together series. Um, Talk with us about, here's the things I want to cover. I want to talk about reading the Bible together. I want to talk about why that's important. I want to talk about the way that you are leading us into um, studying Scripture, which is this Lectio Divina. And then I want to talk about Advent and maybe the parts of the Reading the Bible Together Advent series. So which one do you want to start with? Why don't we just start with the first one? All right. That sounds good. Um, why, why would we read the Bible together? Well, I think, you know, after the last few years, people are feeling lonely and they're feeling isolated. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing like, well, there's nothing like reading the Word together. There's nothing like sitting down with with friends, with like, you know, with people that want to study God's word and getting in there and, and seeing oh, one of my favorite things is sitting in a circle of people going through a scripture. And it's like, it's like that scripture is a statue and I'm standing on one side of it and I can only see one side of it, but hearing mm-hmm. other people's thoughts and perspectives, especially people who have a different, you know, life experience, who have a different background to hear them talk about that scripture feels like I get to kind of see the other side of the statue and I get to, to get to a rounder understanding of what that scripture means. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm thinking about, um, you know, opening the word of God in, um, in conversation and places and spaces that are really, really different than, you know, the place where I live and what I experience in Mm -hmm. day-to-day life. And so I'm, when we open, when we have the privilege to open the Bible, let's say with um, a person who I'm thinking here about opening it with orphans in Malawi when I had occasion to visit in 2009, um, and all the things that I thought I knew about some stories of Scripture, you know, the lens through which they're reading them in terms of their own experience, um, so utterly different. And yet mm-hmm. these are my brothers and sisters in Christ. And so I think that reading in community helps me gain a perspective um, that I'm lacking all by myself. And, you know, and if we're inviting the Holy Spirit to illuminate us individually and corporately, um, we may be led to the truth in a way that on our own, we might have wandered um, off into a path that that is actually not the truth. 
Right. And scripture also says that when two or more are gathered, that he's mm-hmm. there with them. And so to, to collectively come together, to collectively come together and read scripture and to be praying through scripture, praying through the, you know, there's, there's power in that. So that's why I do it together because there's power in doing it together. And I think an encouragement and there's a sense of accountability. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Oh, you're totally. like, all these yes. other people are reading it. So I, I, you know, I need to stay on top of this because life is busy and it's really easy to, to just, to just not get it done. And I'm speaking from uh, experience. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it, and it, it, what you're pointing to there is it protects us from that sort of personal interpretation mm-hmm. yeah. right? <laughs> where, you know, God said this to me. Well, God has said. And so let's be sure that we're all um, seeing what God has said, um, because, you know, what God has said to me is very likely influenced by my own rationalization of what I want to, to hear. hear God say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. Well, and we so, also had another realization that, you know, where the station is across the street from the University of Northwestern St. Paul, which is this treasure trove of people who have studied scripture, made it their life and their career to study scripture. And we thought, well, look, maybe we can partner and maybe we can not only read the Bible together, but we can provide some of that of what you're talking about, provide some of the background, provide some of the historical context, socioeconomic context, and a little bit of the background of the scripture and have this opportunity because not everybody gets the opportunity to study scripture like that. And Mm so to, you know, to, to get a taste of that, to be able to offer new ways of studying scripture or just, you know, I think scripture can be intimidating too. And so to, to give an opportunity of here, dip, dip your toe in the water here. It, this is, you know, safe space, jump, jump in yeah. the pool, you know, come with us, do this with us. You're not alone in this. Angie Smith and I are inviting you to join us in reading the Bible together in our Advent series. You can, um, you can sign up today at myfaithradio.com. It's free. Uh, the water is, um, is cozy. So come on in. <laughs> Um, all right, now we're going to throw out um, uh, some Latin words, and we're going to say, okay, now don't freak out and be scared. Lectio divina, lectio divina, Latin for divine reading. It's a, it's a traditional way of reading scripture. Can you introduce it to us? Yeah, um, it's a monastic practice of reading scripture, and what you do is you meditate and prayer uh, it, you know, and it promotes communication with God to increase knowledge of God's word. So it's picking a, a passage of scripture, something that's usually shorter on the shorter side. And, you know, before enter, it's being very mindful when you're, when you're listening and when you're praying through the scripture, because <laughs> just speaking from experience, I can be a little task oriented and I'm just going to check, check, check. I did that. I read my, you know, I read my scripture, but what I love about Lectio is that it causes me to pause, to breathe deeply and to focus and to stay focused and to listen. You were talking earlier with your guest about the importance of listening to God. Lectio gives us an opportunity to stop to read scripture, and then just to just sit quietly and listen for what God has for us in that scripture. And so it's a, it's a practice that we're going to be going through during this study, and we'll, um, we'll do it each day. Faith Radio has a good news verse of the day every day, and actually what we're going to do is we're going to take that verse and apply Lectio Divina to it every day on the podcast. Right. Wait, tell us that again. So in the reading the Bible together Advent series, there's going to be matched up with the 
Faith Radio um, verse of the day. Yeah. That, that seems like a really smart plan. <laughs> right. We are so excited. <laughs> We're like, oh, the, all, the whole river is going the same way. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Okay, we're going to talk more with Angie Smith in just a moment um, about the upcoming Advent Reading the Bible Together. You can sign up for it today for free, MyFaithRadio.com. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LeBurge. This is Faith Radio. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Mornings with Carmen. As you know, this is a rebroadcast of the live radio show we do every morning on the Faith Radio Network. There's a lot going on at Faith Radio. I don't want you to miss any of it. So check out the free resources just waiting for you and for you to share with others at MyFaithRadio.com. One of the things I would like for you to consider is becoming a Faith Radio ambassador. We talk about walking our faith out into the world that God so loves and doing so in ways that honor Jesus. Well, that's because we are ambassadors of the kingdom of God. You can become a Faith Radio ambassador today and help us get the word out to others about this and other programs on the Faith Radio Network. Uh, We will supply everything that you need to share with others, and you can sign up to be a Faith Radio ambassador at MyFaithRadio.com. We're talking with Angie Smith, a producer for Susie Larson Live here on the Faith Radio Network. We're talking with her about the Reading the Bible Together um, series that we do here um, at Faith Radio. Angie is the producer. She's also the voice of the podcast that's related to the Reading the Bible Together series. We've got Advent coming up. We're going to be reading the Bible together during Advent starting November the 27th. Um, and it's paired up. It's aligned. It's... Uh, uh, what do you call it when two things are, you know, brought Synergy. together? Mm-hmm, nice. It's synergized <laughs> with the Faith Radio's um, Growing verse faith. of the day. Yes, thank you. Growing your faith verse of the day. So, um, super fun. You can sign up for all of it at MyFaithRadio.com. Let's talk about Advent. What is Advent and what are we going to be thinking about during this particular season of Advent? Well, like I've been talking about with, you know, even the approach to scripture that sometimes it, it can be easy because life is busy to, for it to be a checklist. And there are mm. lots of things to get done between now, you know, from when Advent, well, you know what, from now, <laughs> from now until Christmas, really, it just feels like every week, everything is amping up. Things are getting busier and busier and busier. Lots of things on your calendar. If you've got children, there's lots of concerts or parties. And we wanted to, Advent is a time for it means arrival. So it's preparing for the arrival. So Advent is a time to to be able to, again, like the Lectio, which is why we're coupling them together, to just still yourself, to slow yourself down and to dwell in and with God, who is sending the God with us, who's sending Emmanuel, to, to, you know, to really focus on the coming, remembering Jesus coming, but then also, you know, we've been having conversations lately about, you know, to live expectantly and, Mm. and, you know, what does that mean? And, you know, there's the, the, the expectation that the Israelites felt with, you know, the 400 years of silence waiting for their Messiah and then he comes. And so there's that waiting. And now we're waiting, we're remembering him coming and waiting for his second coming. And so, you know, just living in that expectancy and, you know, for me, that speaks to hope 
which is one of mm-hmm. the themes of Advent. But you know, how can we li- live expectantly, expectantly of what God is going to do? You know, aware of what God is going to do. That God is with us, and we are with Him. Whether or not we feel that way, that's true. And sometimes we just need to still. Maybe I. <laughs> maybe I'll just speak for myself. Sometimes I need to still myself enough to be aware of that, to be aware of Him with me, and to quiet myself enough so that I can hear His gentle whisper to me as well. So this that's what this is about. This is about stilling yourself as we're preparing for the Christmas season. Stillness, preparation, um, dwell, abide, hope, um, anticipate. Um, there's like so many thoughts and themes related to Advent. Um, and then there's all these characters who stand around the manger and, you know, flow into the story. There is um, this history of the inbreaking of God into human history, like the initiation of the kingdom upon the earth um, that's, you know, not yet fully realized, but this, you know, this whole idea of a cradled king. Um, Jesus is no less king of kings and Lord of lords when he's a baby in a manger or a baby in the womb than he is right now, seated at the right hand of the Father and um, eventually coming in power again to judge the living and the, and the dead, the second advent. All of those are advent themes, advent thoughts. And we take time during the season of advent to still ourselves and pause, as Angie has said, to reflect on those realities. Who is this who comes? Why does he come? What What is he planning to do when he gets here? Why is he coming back? What's that all about? Um, who are you anticipating when you anticipate God putting on human flesh to dwell among us? And what does that mean for God to be with you right now? What does it mean for God to be with you right now? And what does it mean for you to be with him? Those are all um, Advent themes. Angie, when you think about this particular upcoming season of Advent and uh, the Reading the Bible Together series, um, are there? Are, does it break down into particular themes this year in terms of our study together? Yes, every Sunday or whenever people choose to do it. But we're thinking, you know, on Sunday you're going to cover an Advent theme. So we have hope, peace, love, and joy that we'll cover on Sundays, and then during the week, like we were we've been talking about, we'll do the growing your faith verse, doing Lectio, applying Lectio to that during the week. And so on Sundays there'll be you'll have the study guide. There'll be a, a longer podcast with a guest that I host um, talking about that theme and, you know, fleshing that theme out a little bit. And then during the week, there'll be shorter, more devotional um, studies that go with that. Cool. And it'll just be the, the podcast will be the only place that you'll find those. The lect- the instructions for how you walk yourself through Lectio is going to be in the study guide, but then you need to listen to the podcast or subscribe to the to the email that goes out with our Growing Your Faith verses. Um, and then you can have the verses and do the Lectio on your own as well. I really like listening to scripture. So mm-hmm. that's why I like the the podcast. And, and we'll actually, it's the same person on the that you'll be hearing on the radio all day that day. will be on the podcast reading the scripture for us as well. Nice. So we're exci- I know we're so excited. <laughs> Sounds like a confluence of all kinds right? of great ideas. Yeah, I like your I like your image of the rivers all flowing in one direction. Right. Yeah. Yes, we're very it's good. excited. It's good. Um, um, how can we encourage you today? 
You know, there's uh, this is always a big project, you know, when we're looking at our next series of our Reading the Bible Together podcast, and uh, there's a lot that happens behind the scenes, just organizing, you know, getting people as guests and talking with them and producing those. And, you know, every, before every conversation, I always pray, you know, we're recording this today, this conversation today, but it's going to play on this day, and then someone could listen to it at any time. You know, we have people accessing the the podcast all the time, and so I guess the encourage what would encourage me today is to know that people are praying that the Holy Spirit would be involved in that process because he's the one that's going to bring transformation when people get into the word. He's the one that is, um, you know, the word is alive and active and he's the one that's going to be able to, to use that whenever someone's at, because God knows where someone's at when they're reading the word. And so I think that would, to know that people are praying, praying behind the scenes for that God would be in this because if it was, this was the Angie show that that just you know it wouldn't be any good it would you know it wouldn't it wouldn't have the same effect well as with the Holy well. Spirit not being in it <laughs> um so we can still access um prior um uh prior what are we calling them series of the reading the Bible together program yes yes you can on myfaithradio.com we have a reading the Bible together resource page so you can access all of the studies that we've already done. You have access to the study guides. You can also subscribe to the Reading the Bible Together podcast that I host we've been, that we've been talking about. And all of the podcast episodes are there that have accompanied all of the, the studies that we've done in the past. I love that. All right. So all of it's accessible at MyFaithRadio. It's all free. It's mm-hmm. all good. It's all reliable. You get to hear An- Angie and sometimes you get to hear me with Angie, you know. There you go. That'll be a tease. Um, We love you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Angie Smith is the producer for Susie Larson Live. She's also the producer for the Faith Radio Reading the Bible Together series. We've got an upcoming series starting on November the 27th for the season of Advent, and we'd love for you to join us. So go to MyFaithRadio.com and uh, sign up today to join us in the reading the Bible together series during Advent. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LaBurge. This is Faith Radio. All right. Um, good questions um, on the text line. You can always uh, communicate with me there, 877-933-2484. Carolyn wanted a little bit more information, like, when is this all starting? All right. So November 27th is the day we're officially starting our Growing Your Faith uh, verse of the day, Reading the Bible Together series for Advent. And so each Sunday during Advent, we're going to focus on a theme, hope, peace, love, joy. But each weekday, we are going to use the Growing Your Faith verse of the day that you get in your email from Faith Radio um, and that we emphasize here at the opening of the first hour of every um, of every show. Uh, and so we'll emphasize it here during the morning, and then there will be opportunities throughout the day on air for you to hear it read. Um, and then there will be resources online, uh, a podcast, and other print materials that if you sign up for the for um, the Reading the Bible Together Advent series at MyFaithRadio.com, you're going to get those in your email. So I hope that's clear. Just go to MyFaithRadio.com and sign up for the study, and then you get all the stuff in your email. Um, there you go. Um, thank you so very much for the conversation today, for the time together. 
Um, thank you for everybody who offered up their one word prayer um, or the one word that sort of captures the burden or names the burden you're dealing with today. If you haven't communicated that one word with me yet, you can still do that on the text line 877-933-2484. I'm praying um, for you. For those very, very specific concerns, we lifted them up as a staff during our um, time together in a meeting um, on on Tuesday. Um, we're just going to continue to um, to continue to pray for one another. So, what's the one word that you would give to your burden? Text it to me at eight seven seven nine three three two four eight four. Have a great day and God bless. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Mornings with Carmen LaBurge from Faith Radio. If you haven't, you can subscribe to automatically receive the podcast through iTunes or the Google Play Music app. That way you never miss an episode. It's also available anytime at MyFaithRadio.com.